Bav Matzia, Perik Gimel, Mishnah Base 3.2. The Mishnah continues to discuss various halachas that pertain to the Arba Shalom, the four categories of custodian. And here in our Mishnah, we're going to contrast um, two of them, the Socher, the renter, and the Shoel, the borrower. And we're going to point out that there's a fascinating um, scenario could come up in which uh, Mr. A owns a cow, and then he rents it out to Mr. B. So Mr. B is a socher, he's a renter. And that being the case, he's exempt from things that occur to the cow if they were circumstances beyond his control, meaning he's putter from onsen. Okay? So, I don't know, lightning strikes the cow and it dies, He can the renter can say, listen, what do you want from me? We had a deal, I didn't expect that, I couldn't do anything better, and he would be exempt from payment. Whereas a shoel, one who's borrowing a cow, so he is liable even for onsen, meaning even though, of course, he couldn't help lightning from striking, the bottom line is he was getting all the benefit by borrowing this cow without any you know, any uh, compensation given back. And that being the case, um, there's no sort of no excuses, even if it was lightning that struck the cow, and therefore, you know, what could he do? It doesn't matter. The show still must um, return, you know, the value of the cow that he borrowed. So the Mishnah says, what happens if Mr. A owns a cow, Mr. B rents it from him, and then Mr. B lends the cow to Mr. C, who is a showel. And then, while it's in the hands of the, the showel, the borrower, you know, lightning strikes the cow. So, the funny situation seems to come up, that the socher, the renter, can say to the owner, listen, the cow died by circumstances beyond my control, and I'm exempt. I'm sorry you lost your cow. Have a nice day. Whereas the shoel, the person who borrowed it, he is liable for the fact that the cow got, you know, shot by lightning in his, um, in his, well, it was under his jurisdiction, his custodianship. And therefore, he has to make restitution. Now, to whom should he pay it? If the shoel borrowed it from the socher, should he pay the money to the socher, or should the money pass through all the way up um, to the original owner? Even though the socher himself doesn't have to pay the original owner. So, that's our question, and the Mishnah says, inside, hasocher para mechavero, if someone rents a cow from his friend, vishila, and then he lends that cow out, the renter does, la'acher, to a third party. Now, I just want to speak this out for a moment. Um, the rule is that a shomer, who's moser to a second shomer, a shomer who is a custodian who passes over custodianship to a second, like third party, we'll call it, so he, that's not allowed. And in so doing, he takes now the first, the original custodian, takes on full responsibility. Um, so the case of our mission must be that the original owner gave explicit permission to the renter to lend the cow out to this third party. And that's what he did here. And now, umesa kadarka, and now the cow dies in the normal course of events. This is not mesa machas malacha, that's not the point. It didn't die during the work that it was rented out, that it was uh, loaned out to do. Um, it just, it, it died, you know, it had a heart attack and died, lightning struck, whatever the story is. So, says the Tanakama, Yishaba hasocher shemesa kedarka, the renter swears the owner, the animal died, and it was circumstances beyond my control, and therefore he's exempt from paying the original owner, and hashva shoel, the, the guy who borrowed it, Yisham socher, he will pay the money to the person from whom he borrowed it, meaning the renter, and magically the renter, you know, gets rich on the deal. The That's the first sheet. The second sheet, the Amr Rebbe Yossi, Rios says, wait a second, 
How is it possible that the socha, the renter, can start having this like business and making profit off of the original owner's cow? It doesn't make sense. Rather, the value of the original cow should pass through from the borrower all the way up to the original owner. Now, the essential machlokas here is at what point does the socher, the renter, become exempt from compensation to the bylam, to the original owner? According to Tanakama, that exemption happens the moment the cow dies. And the purpose of the shvua, the fact he has to swear to the original owner, the, the renter does, is only just to, to, to you know, give him peace of mind. Right? Lephias, to, to give him peace of mind. Um, and therefore, since the socher is immediately, you know, absolved any liability to the original owner upon the death of the cow, so then whatever benefit he can get from the borrower, can, he can keep. On the other hand, the Rabbi Yossi Shita is that no, until the Socher swears the original owner, um, makes a shvua that he doesn't have the cow in his possession, um, and that he, it's not, it, it died however it died, so he is still on the hook to the Bailam. And therefore, the Bailam will say, um, either explicitly or just implicitly, I don't want you to swear to me, just give me the cash. In other words, the fact that the Socher could swear to the original owner and exempt himself, that the Bailam will reject them. They'll say, I'm not interested in your in your swearing, just I understand the show owes money, it's still my cow, there's no absolution of your responsibilities, and therefore, pass on the money from the show all the way up to the original owner. Okay, that's the Mechlokas. The Halacha follows Rabbi Yossi Shita, so that means that indeed, in the weird case we have over here, the, we look at it as if the, the Bailam, the original owner, um, use the Socher as like an agent, a middleman, as like a, a shaliach, to lend out that cow to the shoal with explicit permission, but therefore, and therefore the shoal should pay the money and back the original, original bond, the original owner.